Now we know it's... Hello and welcome to Action Radio. This is Greg Penglis coming to you from the historic district of downtown Milton on the banks of the beautiful Blackwater River. And now let's get into Action Radio. Again, let's get into Action Radio again. <laughs> what was that? Well, like now we know. Go ahead. Now we know now why things we weren't lie. acting correctly. <laughs> yeah, because we. Well, listen, my clock's already clicked down nine minutes and thirty seconds. So, uh, um, <laughs> or eight minutes and thirty seconds. So, uh, let, let's consider that a draft. Hopefully, it'll make it onto the podcast because I hate missing all our, our, our brilliant conversation. And Pianchi, uh, if you could possibly, as you're looking for people from Ohio to check in. Um, also, uh, Karen used to be from Ohio. Uh, it's too bad she we can't get her back on the show. Um, but uh, let's find it. Pianchi, if you can check the board and see if we're now live. <laughs> it sounds different. Bill, doesn't it sound different? It sounds like we're live. It does sound different now. So I think huh. that uh, we must okay. be on the, you know, uh, every TV station, every radio station has an eight-second delay. I but guess we're minutes. on uh, nine minutes delay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so we're we're on a nine-minute delay. But, yeah, so the article that you had sent me this morning, because I had not read the bill, uh, talked about the fact that uh, babies are could be killed as long as they relied on okay, you've, their you've, mother. Yeah, you've got an editorial. Um, okay, I can tell Wendy. We are on now. <laughs> Hang on a second. We are on now. I'll explain to Hurtbury Radio. Yes, this is this is sometimesradio.com. <laughs> this is our news station. Um, okay, so look, but uh, let me check and see what I sent you. I'm going to do it on, on uh, my phone because I don't want to burden my computer at this point with anything extraneous. Okay, so this, the one I sent you, let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, yeah, when you're talking point. about self-viable, this and this is one, something yeah. that they had done in uh-huh. Colorado also, uh, okay. where, where they tried to pass the same law, basically allowing you to kill your kid in the first year after birth. They tried to pass that law, and um, America just really stood up and went crazy, and so they were able to uh, – it got retracted. Uh, but yeah. this is but, something uh, – this is nothing new that the Democrats have been trying for so, quite some time, and mm-hmm. South Park did a great parody on it years and years ago where uh, the mom of Cartwright slept with Bill Clinton in order to try to get uh, – Cartwright aborted at 10 years old. Greg, <laughs> they'll be, they'll be on in 10 minutes. They'll call me. Who, who will be on it? Oh, okay. Sounds good. Um, all right. Is, so it's gonna, they're going to have to be quick, though, because we got Wendy in, uh, at Ohio. Yeah, we got Wendy at 7.30, so they're going to have to be quick, but that's great. I wanna, all right. Let me get both of your opinion on this, because I, I read this completely differently. So it says uh, what was interesting is part A. Part A fascinates me, where it says every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions. That includes men, gentlemen. Okay, this is every individual. It doesn't say every woman. Now, people are assuming that this is a constitutional right for women to have abortions. Now, I've always contended that there's no such thing as pro-choice. It's only pro-choice times three. So the woman has choice over herself. That's pro-choice times one. She has pro-choice. She has life and death over the baby. That's pro-choice times two. And she has life choices and life uh, determination um, over the father, whether he becomes a father or not, or whether he pays 18 years of child support for a child he may choose not to have if you're a woman, for example. So it's pro-choice times three. There is no such thing as pro-choice. So the fact that this says every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, if that includes men, which it obviously does, and the 14th Amendment guarantees it, equal protection, right? So, it, so how does this affect men? 
if men can make reproductive decisions, can men, if, the, if a man uh, has 18 years of child support awarded against him for a child that he would choose not to have, can he say, wait a minute, my independent reproductive decision is to not be a father. The same as a woman's independent right to not be a mother exists, it exists for me too. I'm not paying the child support. I'm renouncing my parental rights. That, that would no, supersede I don't think you're, a court. I think you're reading that, to, you're reading that totally mm-hmm. wrong. Well, wait a minute. Uh, that would supersede a court as a constitutional right. Go ahead. Tell me where I'm wrong. Okay, so reproductive rights has nothing to do with choosing if you're going to be a father or not. Um, Absolutely after does. You've, after, no, after you've already had sex. Your choice to become a father or not ended after you had sex. Your choice. It, well, wait, wait, no, no, that's not true. That's not true because a woman's choice doesn't end whether she becomes a mother or not after she has sex. Equal protection. That's not true. It, it, that's not what this bill says, though. And, you know, you, you can I'm, try I'm to read right it, it. spin it. To, you could, you could read it. spin it how you want to, but reproductive rights, men cannot reproduce after they've already planted the seed. Okay? Well, men, they well, if men couldn't reproduce. A, they can't have a baby. They can't wait, have a baby. Men couldn't, yeah, but men, women can't reproduce without men. So what does that mean? Well, actually, you can. Not without sperm. Where do you think sperm come from? <laughs> they, don't come from they don't come from women. Women don't make sperm. Men do. Right. So you cannot reproduce. But, you cannot reproduce. Human yeah, but, beings but cannot reproduce without men. Sper- okay, so you buy sperm at a sperm bank. You're not gonna. Uh, but where get that from? from that but from that from, person. No, but it came from a man. Yeah. Your argument. But what is, we're your argument about, is that, that but women your can argument, reproduce without men. Yeah, What's that? Yeah, but your argument is. I know where you're going with this argument because it's the fight that you've been fighting for a very long time. But it, yeah, it, good that's it. not what this law. That's not what this law says. No, it's exactly it, as what much it says. as you want it's it to, exactly what you know, it says. No, no, men do wrong. not have men will not have any rights into de- determining if a woman can have an abortion or not. Oh no, no, um, no! I didn't. Say, wait, 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 wait! Hold it right there because this is a really important point. I did not say that. In fact, I have never said that men can either force an abortion or stop an or, or stop an abortion or stop an abortion. You can't do that. Men do not have rights over women's bodies in that respect. But in the same way, women do not have right over men's life determination. If a woman can be pro-choice, then a man can be pro-choice too. So if a woman decides that she wants to abort a baby, then, then, the, then here's where it gets really interesting. Does the father have, a, have rights in that respect? It's hard to say. I would like to see that. I would like to see because we have a bill. Remember our abortion bill that says you cannot yeah. – have an abortion unless you can save the life of the baby. Okay, so if you want to terminate a pregnancy, that's fine. That woman has a right to terminate a pregnancy. Woman does not have a right to terminate a life. See, that's the difference. This is where it gets really interesting. Okay, so that once, so if the life is not terminated, then the father has a right to that baby if the woman wants to give it up. Wouldn't that be the natural best thing to do? Considering they're both parents, they both have uh, equal rights when it comes to the child. So what's well, what's I, happening I'm right not, now is I'm men's rights are violated all the time. I'm, What's that? I agree with your bill. 100% mm-hmm. I agree with your bill. What we're okay. arguing about is what Ohio just did, which is hmm. different than your bill. No, it is different. And that, and that, it is it's definitely different. It, it, but let's, let's take yeah, part B. This, okay, let's take part B. The state shall not directly or indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against either an individual's voluntary exercise of this right, of course that includes men, or a person or entity that assists an individual exercising this right, which means men can hire lawyers, men can get groups, men can get all kinds of folks to advocate for them of their claim of their individual right to make a reproductive decision, and the state cannot interfere with that. This is actually very pro-men, and I don't think anybody else is going to see that. Okay, so if a man decides he wants to have that child, Mm -hmm. you're taking away the rights of the woman under the same law. Well, no, only if a woman gives up her rights. See, if a woman, see, an abortion to me is giving up parental rights. 
Because wh- why well, would you have an that, abortion that kills a baby opinion. if you want to that's keep your not what, that, that, That's your opinion. That's not what the law says. The law says oh, the individual has, has the right. So if a woman huh. wants to do an abortion and the man mm-hmm. does not, mm-hmm. who do you think the See, courts think are going to side with? Well, I think inside well, the women, I mean, that's, that's wrong. Women, women, if yeah. women want to terminate a pregnancy, I have no problem with that. Okay, as long as the pregnancy is terminated when the baby can be saved, because that gives the father the opportunity for his parental rights, which will the woman's parental rights. So, in other words, and here's what gets interesting: you get there's a very fine line we're drawing here. Okay, that a man cannot deny a woman the ability to to terminate a pregnancy. I think that's wrong. However, the woman can terminate the ability of a man to be a father of his own child. That's wrong too. So, how do you resolve that? Given that men and well, women are equal, and, are equal and, under the you, law, you, you can't you can't do it without both both consenting, and that's where uh, your law, I think you that, can. that's where your interpretation of this law is failed. Yeah, so yeah, you have to tell me that a two hold, months, hold, hold, if they if, no, if they abort a child, if the mom wants to abort a child at two months old, the father has the right to that baby. How is that father going to have that baby at two months old? Tell me. How is that mother going to have baby at it, two months old? No, the the mother has to carry it. And right. if the mother doesn't want to carry it, you're telling me that the the this is what your words are, the father cannot force the child the mother one way or another. Well, and what I'm saying is t- that is that yeah, but my but my but my conclusion is predicated on the fact that you can't have an abortion until the baby can survive. That's what I'm saying. Until you one? can't terminate a pregnancy. You can't it's true. you can't cuz because terminating a life is what the problem is here. The automatic connection, and this is what our bill did, the automatic connection of an abortion to a termination of a life. See, I don't have a problem with women terminating their pregnancy. I don't have a women, problem with women terminating their parental rights. But what I'm saying is women cannot terminate the baby as an automatic connection to that. So the flaw in abortion law in this country, the biggest flaw is that an abortion automatically means killing the baby. And if you have an abortion at eight months and we're saving babies who are premature at two months, we've got a problem as a society. We are doing something very wrong. I want to get Pianchi on this, too. Pianchi, why don't you go ahead? We'll get your colleagues here in a couple of minutes. Well, you're right. There's a difference between terminating a pregnancy and aborting a baby. Now, what should be required is that if a woman wants to terminate the the pregnancy, then she needs to make sure that uh, something is done, whereas that baby, a fetus, can have the ability to become completely formed. That should be left up to her. And if it dies, she, she should suffer the consequences. No, our bill, our, actually our abortion bill does that. It, it, what it says is it separates abortion into two components. One is the termination of the pregnancy, but that is contingent upon saving the life of the baby. See, so you, you don't want a state so oppressive that women cannot terminate their parental rights. They can, but there are consequences to actions. And one of the consequences is if you're pregnant, we should be able to save the baby. And then if a woman wants to say, okay, I'm walking away, because a woman can walk away from a baby that she can drop a baby off, you know, at, at a fire station. Okay, one at a time. Guys, yeah, we have gotten away from what this bill actually is. Uh, uh, yeah, you're assuming, I mean, though. We, we, no, we, we have all agree on the same path of what should happen, but uh-huh. what is currently happening, happening is something entirely different. And the verbiage mm-hmm. of this bill is very dangerous, once again, and it's not putting restrictions. I mean, basically, they're saying day of right before you know even after the water breaks you can kill this baby okay where's that where's that in the bill i don't see it where where does it not say it well well, no we don't worry about what it doesn't say no no we're dealing with because no because when it doesn't when it doesn't say it it's automatically assumed 
No, it's and not. there are no restrictions. There's, yes, it is. There's no restrictions. No, uh, wait a minute. This is, this this is a constitution. Bill. Constitution. This is a constitutional right. This limits government. Okay. So governments are not limited by what the constitution doesn't say. That's absurd. That's an absurd argument. I don't care what you say, Greg. That, that is what is going <laughs> to happen in Ohio. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's what we're arguing, though. We're arguing the text of the bill, what the bill actually says. You can't and, assume and, but, what it doesn't say. But, no, but the, the problem is, is what the bill doesn't say. And that's my point on this whole thing, is okay. I understand what you're trying to say, but we well, I'm know well. what, well, yeah, <laughs> but we also, but what you're not saying is what goes on, actually goes on in America, not what okay, you you're assuming. on in America. You're, you're, no, you're, you're speculating beyond the bill, Bill. I'm not if speculating. I'm not we're ta- we're talking about facts here. We're talking about years too. and years of this happening, where people will exploit stuff that's not specifically written. And why do you? Oh, I agree with you. In, yeah, people exploit so, I mean, bank robbery laws by robbing banks. I agree with you, Bill, completely. But what I'm saying is, if you deal with the actual text of the bill, this bill creates a massive amount of court cases for men, as well as just a massive amount of court cases. But I mean, this bill is so badly written; it should never have passed. Um, I hope uh, that it uh, that the legislature rethinks this and overrules it and gets rid of it. Although I don't know how about the procedure in Ohio is. That'd be interesting. Pianki, wait, let's get you on this before Bill and I get too carried well, away. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. Just because it does uh, spell out each specific thing does not mean give any credence to the argument. You can't do that. Can you imagine the sky's the limit on what possibilities could happen? It could rain mm-hmm. three drops, four drops, eight drops at one time. So I think that the Ohio legislature will come to some senses and repeal the bill. Well, they shouldn't have done it as a constitution. You know, and, and this is what happens when people mess with constitutions. Constitutions are, are to be simple, general, and, and uh, very specific in terms of limitations on government. Unless you're limiting government, you really should make it a statutory law, because a statutory law is a lot easier to override by a legislature when they get the common sense back. Because this is in the Ohio Constitution, it may require another vote of the people to change it or get rid of it. I don't know, because I don't know Ohio law that well. But hopefully, uh, now a lot of people say that courts could overrule this with judicial review. I don't think so, because this is a constitutional amendment. This constitutional amendment is above uh, courts. Courts can use it, but they can't interpret it, and they can't revoke it, because that's judicial review. That's a power the courts don't have, even though they use it all the time. So in Bill's language, it's being done all the time, Greg. What are you going to do? And I'm saying they can't. <laughs> so I still deal with what's actually there. Um, but I better give hey, Bill a to, to respond. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Here's the person from Ohio. Uh, Tracy, this is Greg Painless. He's uh, Action Radio. Uh, Greg, this is Tracy. She's from Ohio. She was a political figure. She must be on your line because she's not on my line. Okay. Oh, I see. So you've got her on your phone. That's good. Hey, Tracy, welcome to Action Radio. We're in the middle of a, of a heated debate. So what can you tell me about this, this bill, please? Well, the bill is very, very broad, uh-huh. very, very open. It's very, very evil. Okay. So what's the procedure and, in Ohio? Um, do, do you know if you wanted to override this, could the legislature do it with a two-thirds vote or a three-quarters no. vote? Could the governor, could the Supreme no. Court of Ohio? What does it take to override no. a constitutional amendment? Another vote of the people? Where, where, where would this go? It, 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 it takes another vote, but it takes, I, 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 I do not know – Exactly. I was not prepared for that question. But it's, it's very, very difficult to take anything out of the Ohio Constitution. That's why we have gambling in there. We have, yeah. we, have, we have private corporations inside of our Constitution where you can only have casinos in seven places in the state of Ohio. Hmm. 
See, this is, you know, we talk about this a lot on Action even Radio. Up the, that, even up uh, yeah. No, one of the things we talk about is, is that you shouldn't mess with constitutions. Constitutions are only for limiting government. They are not for legislation. Legislation is where you limit people or provide different things. You know, but law shouldn't tell people what they should do. They should only tell people what they can't do. And so this is the problem is because be it's a constitutional amendment. Yeah. Well, what do you think of uh, – uh, so what, what do you hear and, – and I don't know how much you heard of our conversation, but what, 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 did, what have you heard about this and what do you think it actually does? Let's talk about that. I think it, 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 it takes the power of a child's moral identity of sexuality out of the hand of the parents and okay. puts it into the hand of the government. That's what it does. That whole bill takes all of our future youth, and instead of them put, being put in the hands of the parents as it should be, it puts it in the hands of the government and the teachers and the social society. Okay, so parents and government, you, Tracy. Parents, parents are even mentioned in this. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so, Tracy, um, here, I'm, in, I'm here in Florida. My name is Bill, by the way. Nice to meet you. Um, we're, I'm here in Florida, and we have votes on constitutional amendments quite often. So what um, – and I – I know how we operate in Florida, but I want to see about Ohio. In Florida, just because it's on the ballot and it's approved doesn't necessarily mean it goes into law as is. And we've had cases in Florida where we've, like, for example, we've approved medical marijuana. But the the legislators turn around and make it near, you know, for a while they're nearly impossible for people to open up their own um yeah, Bill, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, we, we got five places. minutes. Bill, we've only yeah, got five so, minutes. Yeah, so I, I want to get right back to this. That's what I'm asking. What is okay. the procedure is, is now is this law as is, or does it go back to the legislator to go ahead and finalize everything before it becomes legal? The, the marijuana issue, there is, there, there's a legislative process in it so that they can they – can, No, I'm, ta- I'm just talking um, about alive. in general. No, no. In, in general, with, in general, this, with what, this abortion thing, it all depends. It all depends on how the constitution is written and what it says. This, the abortion okay. law right now, it, I believe it has thirty days. What's the Where, what's 30 days? marijuana law? You have you have regulations and laws that you can put in place, so it's just not a free for all. Okay. Let me uh, let's 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 kind of sum this up, Tracy. First of all, we need you back for more time. Thank you for calling. Uh, there's no way we properly explore this now we need to like an hour and we have some time thursday uh, if you want to call back or other times we have open hours but let's deal with the bill itself because you mentioned parents i don't see parents listed in this at all there's three parts of it a b and c uh, part d just says it takes effect so part a says every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions so if every individual that includes parents now because parents have, have rights the over children. their kids well, see, now, well no. let's, let's talk about that. So what does every individual mean? Does that mean parents who have responsibility over the kids because they have uh, custody and jurisdiction and guardianship over them? From my understanding, how mm-hmm. this is going to be written, if, I, if my daughter chooses to have gender-altering meds, she can do that without my consent, and they don't have to tell me. Now, is that a reproductive decision, or is that a different choice? I, I don't think that's a reproductive decision. It's a, re- it's a repro- it's a reproductive decision because it deals with your sexual identity and your reproduction. It's all locked into one. It's very, very broad. Well, that's interesting. So, okay. okay, so what, you know, Greg, on your question, I have a, I have a follow-up on this, and this is sure. a very good – I'm glad you brought this back up. Cause, uh, what about underage kids who get pregnant 
you know, under, underage girls who get pregnant, like 12 and 13 year olds who are still under the custody of mom, mm-hmm. does, you know, does mom, does, no does power. that parent have a right to determine no. um, if the child should, or is it the 12 year olds? No, I have, I, it, from my, from my understanding, this law takes away my right. Okay. As a parent and my daughter, if she gets pregnant at whatever age, if she goes anywhere, talks to anyone, no one has to call me before any procedure and or decision is made. Yeah. No, we but all agree this is wrong. After, before, uh, or doing. So if she dies on the table, they'll call me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. But I won't well, leave it on the table until it's after it's over. Okay. So, all right. So I got to go earn my dollar for today. So I'm going to let you guys continue the conversation. You guys have a good rest of the show, and we'll talk more about this next week with me. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> We're only just starting on this one. Well, we've got a little bit of time. Uh, Wendy's going to join us in just a couple of minutes. She may want to weigh in on this for a few minutes, but this is fascinating um, because what this to me, when I first looked at this bill, when it says every individual has a, has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, that includes men because if you just read it, Every individual, men are individuals, right? So individuals includes men and women. So what if a man says that I don't want to be a father? I don't want to pay 18 years of child support. I have a constitutional right under this bill to make my own decisions. I cannot be forced to pay child support for a kid that I choose not to have as my reproductive decision. Now what happens? Men have no power. That will never happen. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the 14th Amendment guarantees the equal protection of the laws. Now, I'm not talking about what 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 practices, because in practice, you're absolutely right. Men have no power. Well, yeah, we're going we're to talk about that. See, I'm a strong men's rights advocate, if you haven't guessed. <laughs> so, I am, um, too. But, but I am, I'm, oh, I'm a okay, very, yeah. very, very, very strong men's advocate. But with that said, you've got to understand the reality of it. You don't have anybody mm-hmm. that's going to support you with that. Which is crazy. So where are the men? I fault men on this because men should be standing up and saying, wait a minute. Now, we have a, here's something else I want to tell you, too, and, and Pianchi can explain this more um, uh, over time because, like I said, Wendy's going to join us in a second. We wrote a bill here at Action Radio. We're, we're the world's only radio show that actually writes citizen legislation, files it with government, hopes to, to get it passed. We're, we're advocates as well. And I wrote a bill with the help of a lot of conservative women. Uh, I think they're all mothers, actually, uh, that, that separates abortion into two events under law. The first event is that a woman has a right to terminate a pregnancy, not a, not a baby, but a pregnancy. Okay. And that would revoke parental rights. Obviously, why would you terminate a pregnancy if you wanted, you know, parental rights? And the second part is the first part can only be carried out if the life of the baby can be saved. So what this does, it says that a woman can terminate a pregnancy. She can walk away from a pregnancy, walk away from baby, terminate parental rights. But then the father gets custody because you can't do this until the baby can be saved. And so then it becomes an entirely different thing. And if the father revokes rights, then it's like dropping a baby off at the fire station. <laughs> it, you know, it's a, it, but the, the whole point is we're not killing babies as part of an abortion. We separate the automatic connection from terminating a pregnancy to terminating a baby. And this is where we broke new law. And so if you look at things that way, um, the whole argument changes. Does that, does that so change your – yeah, go ahead. Why don't, why don't we go back and talk about sexual responsibility on the front end? Hmm, good idea. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm See, just dealing with I, the laws. Because so com- you remember, right now we're mm-hmm. in a freak fest. <laughs> but <it feels> good <laughs> That's a good point. No, I agree. Yeah. So if we don't start talking about sexual responsibility, just because now you've got pills that won't kill you if you get a disease does not mean you should lay down with everyone. But we don't teach that, and we don't teach our children how to be sexually responsible. Not just using condoms and birth control, but just about who you sleep with, who you lie with, and who you make a baby with. Yeah. 
Remember, we're in relationships now like it's a merry-go-round, and we're on an emotional roller coaster, and we wonder why our kids are committing suicide. Abortion, sexual contact will give you suicide tendencies. I promise you that. But we don't no, I believe you. Uh, we've talked about the drugs, too. That's uh, one of my biggest problems is the fact that we're drugging, particularly young boys. Uh, and then infusing them with toxic man- masculinity, which is absolute propagandistic nonsense. But if you take Ritalin, if you take ADHD drugs, combine those with antidepressant drugs, and then combine those with, with puberty-blocking trans drugs, you've got a situation where people are, you know, the, the, the trans murder in Nashville, all of those. So that's one of our biggest you know, problems. Yeah, go ahead. And then I got Wendy, so we're going to go to her in a second. Child, when, uh-huh. you were, when you were a teenager, if you're honest uh-huh. with yourself, even if now, if you're married and or single, how difficult is it for you to deal with your emotional health, dealing with relationships that are not going your way? Well, I deal with them all the time. You know, I, listen, every guy knows about rejection. <laughs> you get rejected on a date, it's like, okay, I'm going to get rejected. Okay, yeah, you might feel bad for a while, but, you, you know, you get over it. You're young. Well, women um, don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't, women, we don't realize well. it. So we, don't, we don't see that you get rejected. We just think that you're playboys and you're hot. <laughs> I want to talk to you more. You're interesting. I have to just hold you up because I got Wendy. It's time for her report. Don't go away. Pianki, we've got to get uh, Tracy on more often. This is great. Can you, if you want to stick on the line and listen, that's fine. Uh, in fact, that'd be great. But let me get to, uh, we, have the, we also have the world's only uh, Oh My God report. So let's get started with that. Here we go. Do you really want the truth? Do you have questions you can't ask in church? Welcome to the Oh My God Report. Wendy Arthur is more concerned with truth than propaganda, putting more value in scripture than religion, and more about you and your relationship with God than your membership in any church. This is Christianity with a Kick. Okay, so I'm going to ask Pianchi and Wendy to hold up for a bit because I want to talk. I mean, Pianchi and uh, Tracy to hold for a bit. I want to talk to... What? Yeah. I don't think that I don't think we should interfere with Wendy's program. So Tracy, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, I'll come back on Thursday. What time? Yeah, catch our I'll podcast. Let you know. Okay. okay. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much, Tracy. Let me know. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. I, I, I can mute you guys so you can talk off the air. <laughs> there I go. Welcome to SometimesRadio.com, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I have just been a struggle the last few days. Yeah, first Monday we couldn't broadcast. Tuesday we got fifty-seven minutes, and today I have no idea what's. Today the show came on eight minutes after it came on, <laughs> so we we did our first eight <laughs> minutes. I don't even know it's going to be podcast, but uh, they all of a sudden the, the the opening music came on, and Pianchi brought a fabulous guest on. I've just muted him only because I want to get your report in. But uh, thanks, Pianchi. I really appreciate you bringing Tracy on. We we got to give you two an hour just to just to uh, just to talk. Um, so Wendy, on uh, your report, I'm just going to breathe for a minute, <laughs> just calm down and. <sighs> This has been fun today. I love this show. Yeah. What's on your mind? We've had company um, nonstop. Uh, and so I haven't even really had a whole lot of time to ask the Lord about what was on his heart this morning. Um, and well, it's we can help kind of crazy. But, but yeah, well, when you sent me that, that thing about the abortion bill, um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if you saw my reply because the show was already in progress uh, when I sent that. <clears throat> and to me, the scariest part about that bill mm-hmm. um, is the the statement, or it's just one sentence, um, when they were defining state, 
And they said state includes any governmental entity and any political subdivision. What does a political subdivision have to do with passing a law? Or what where do you define something? Where is that in the bill? Is it, is it in the article part? I'm trying to think. Because you're quoting things and Bill's quoting things that I don't see in the article. So where okay, did you get well, that? I, I was, well, I read the, the – um, followed the link that you sent you know, to read about the bill, but it was talking about um, – and, and it says text of the issue, Article 1, Section 22. Right. And, and, um, and, right, and so then we've got A, B, and C. Yeah, A, B, and C. But if you see under state, it says the state – under B, it says the state shall not directly or indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against either, and then goes on. But then it, it goes down here. <clears throat> if you follow it under Section C, uh-huh. um, it says state – and that's in quotes, state includes any governmental entity and any political subdivision. Oh, I see what you got. And then okay, it yeah. yeah, so the state, so, so any governmental entity, we assume that means a state governmental entity, but it doesn't. It, it literally means the government. It doesn't say that. It yeah, says no, I know. any governmental entity and, and any political subdivision. Well, if they are not a governmental authority, um, regarding this issue, and yep. there are only a political subdivision, does that mean the Democrat Party? I, I think, well, uh, what, yeah, what exactly. Does that mean? Let's look it up. What is a political subdivision? Well, so it's, uh, <laughs> I think it's a very good question. Let's find out. Uh, definition political. Hang on a second. Hang on. Do I need uh, Brianna, who looks these things up very quickly? Political subdivision is, everybody says, <laughs> uh, definition of political subdivision. Here we go. Polit- uh, okay, notice how I, oh, this is too detailed. Guys, just give me a definition. It's politics, so they have to make it difficult. Political subdivisions are local governments created by the states to help fulfill their obligations. Political subdivisions include counties, cities, towns, villages, and special districts such as school districts, water districts, park districts, and airport districts. So do you want your airport district making abortion law? I'm just curious. Thank you. Hmm. Why did they include that? So that this is this is what you have to follow. Why did they any political mm-hmm. subdivision rather than the governmental entity of the state? So, well, any governmental um, entity could be the police department, any health any. inspectors. You know, it could be um, I don't know commerce, <laughs> you know, tourism department. I mean, I don't know. And the state, what they're actually they're using the word government instead of state. So the state is anything that's not the people in this context. Now, here's the problem with this, and this is why this is so fascinating. Nobody read this before they voted on it, or maybe like 1%. Well, the people who wrote it read it, but they're probably Well, the, the Nancy ones. Pelosi effect. Pass it first and read it. Yeah, pass it first. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is that – now, I focus on sections A and B. Uh, you focus on C, which is interesting because I, I, I was still wrapped up in A and B uh, because I think it's opens up a whole new can of worms uh, in terms of men. When it says every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, that's men. Right. Because men are individuals, right? 
So let's talk and about the state. Let's talk about. Them. Well, let's get this into in terms of the our. our um, Oh, my God, report. What does God say about the state? What does God say about government? What's in Scripture about the legitimate powers of government? Let's listen and give you a big, broad, general question to, to uh, pull out one of your wonderful quotes. Should the power That's not one of my wonderful quotes. Well, okay, God's quotes. God All right, sorry. I, I, keep, I keep doing that. I, I got to watch that. God has a lot to say. Um, and if you want to know what God says about um, government, um, that goes back to the original uh, Christmas story of Jesus okay. being born hmm. uh, in Isaiah 9:6. You will read, and it says, "For for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders." So, he is the final governmental authority, and. It says that, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Um, I don't see any title here on earth that can top those. So Yeah, that no, makes sense to me. When he says that the government is on his shoulders, um, he rules in righteousness. Any law that is not righteous, according to God himself, can be overridden by God. He says in himself that, you know, that the rulership, the government is set up for the benefit of the people, to do good to the people. When the government is no longer for the good of the people, but corrupt, then we do not have um, the obligation to follow that. We have to follow what God says. Now, the Supreme Court says the same thing about unconstitutional laws. You have no duty to follow a law that is unconstitutional, and that would include gun control. That's right. Because all gun control laws are unconstitutional. That's right. So if we believe That's in right. life, if we believe that life is sacred, we believe that life is, you know, there, there is a sanctity of life, um, this bill, uh, I would argue that abortion is not a right, can never be a right, because, first of all, all rights are individual. Therefore, the extent of your power to exercise a right is only to the extent that you can act as an individual. I, um, what do you think about that? And then I'm going to read you something that I wrote a while back, and I'll get to Pianchi and uh, Tracy back in a little bit. How can it be a right? Well, Cause it, Go ahead. I say it can't. Right, you're breaking up a little bit. Life is one of them. And so life if, is one of them. So then everybody, because rights are, are equal, you know, we all have rights are equal, rights appeal, you know, apply to everybody. You can't, you can't have selective rights. Therefore, everybody has a right, right to life. Therefore, abortion can never be a right because you've got one person taking the life of another person. That can never be a right. That's, that's, right. A, that's, that's called murder. So the idea of an abortion right is actually a contradiction in law. That's exactly right, because that is a person that you're trying to kill. Right. Is and that, abortion and if that is a person, then it has the right to choose life. Is abortion mentioned in scripture? Well, in Deuteronomy thirty nineteen, um if if anybody wants to go read that, you can go read it for yourself. It says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. And for those who say, well, you know, um, that's really, well, then you can also go to Second Kings 18.32. Yeah. <laughs> it says, um, 
and when it talks she about has all this memorized know, folks if you're wondering like, what's what she the, no, i'm just teasing you <laughs> go ahead <laughs> um some scriptures i really do have <laughs> no i know you do um, i'm just yeah but, this is why you're on i love this stuff yeah um, well, and if you go, actually, you can start up in, in verse 33 because um, I don't like taking a verse out of context. I, it needs to be, you know, take, take the whole sentence or the whole passage or don't take right. it at all. But it says, mm-hmm. do not listen to Hezekiah. That was the king. This is what mm-hmm. the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then each of you will eat fruit from your own vine and fig tree and drink water from your own cistern until I come and take you to a land like your own. And this is, you know, the Lord speaking. Um, mm-hmm. Like, don't listen to Hezekiah. This is what I'm telling you. Um, hmm. And then he says, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. So there you go. Yeah, this is let – me, um, let me read you something I wrote um, several years ago um, when arguing with somebody about pro-choice. So well, I'm pro-choice. You know, I have the right to do this, this, and this. I said, you don't have the right to, to choose life over somebody else. And you don't – and I maybe, it seems to me I'm like the only father's rights advocate on the planet sometimes because men are a bunch of wimps. They won't stand up for themselves. And so that, uh, you know, a father has equal rights to a child that a mother has. Now, obviously, if the child's yeah. in the mother's body, that's a different thing because, you know, they're, they're biological, you know – realities that I'm not denying here. However, genetically, they're equal. Under law, they're equal. And once a child is born, you know, uh, this is, this is a child. Well, let me just read you what I wrote and tell me what you think of this. So I, so I wrote, this is somebody who was saying they're pro-choice. I said, there's no such thing as pro-choice. There's only pro-choice times three. So we're pro-choice times one. This is the woman who has all the choice over herself, her body. I understand and accept that. And if that were the full extent of the reproduction issue, we probably wouldn't have an issue. But it is more complicated than that. Which brings us to pro-choice times two. This is where the woman, once pregnant, has full choice over the man, whether he becomes a father when he would choose for himself not to, or to not be a father when he would choose to. She also has the choice of 18 years of child support from the man who may never even have the child in his life or never wanted a child in the first place if given the choice. So now the woman is pro-choice over the man's fatherhood, the choice over his finances, where the man has no choice over either. And that brings us to pro-choice times three, the baby. Whether you view it as a fertilized egg, the liberal view, or human life on conception, the conservative view, the fact is that you have a potential human, that was this years ago, or already human, if not human life, with all the genetic material for independent human life. Then what? I can't answer that question for everyone, but the woman who has choice over herself times one and over the man times two also has a life and death choice over the fertilized egg slash human baby, which is pro-choice times three. So if you are pro-choice, you are saying that you are pro-choice with the power over yourself, whether a man will be a father or not, whether a man has control of 18 years of support or not, and whether a baby will be born and grow potentially to adulthood or be aborted and killed. My question is whether any one person should have all the choices and therefore all the power of money, parenthood, life, and death for all the people involved. Pro-choice times three. And that's, those are valid questions that need to be answered, especially yeah. on behalf of the father. So what does, what, does say, what does Scripture say about the father, father's role? Let's talk about that. Well, the fathers are incredibly important in Scriptures because that's where the authority of the home comes in. And what the father decides, whether it's right or wrong, affects the entire family. 
in a big way. And mm-hmm. it's and I understand what what the whole issue has been that the woman um is wanting the choice not having somebody tell her what to do, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the whole premise of it. But mm-hmm. it's flipping the script. It's doing the same thing to the father that they didn't want them to, done to them. Yep. So where's the equality in that? Because cause law is supposed to be about equality, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, it's, not, it's, not necessarily it's the Constitution guarantees it. There's a lot of things yeah. that, that are mm-hmm. legal that aren't right. So, um, and God is concerned with what's right. And, and man can call something legal, but it doesn't make it right. It will never make it right. And so that's where I, my report comes in because I have to, to say what, you know, God's stance in scripture and his written word says about it. So, um, and he's saying choose life. You don't have the choice of murdering a child in your womb. That's supposed to be the safest place in the whole wide world for a, mm-hmm. for a child. Um, right. is in its mother's womb, but it's, it's become the killing field. Um, <clears throat> so you cannot demand a right for yourself that you're not willing to give to everyone. That That's not a right. No, that makes that, that's, that is, that's That's incredibly important. Yeah, you can't, and, and really abortion is really a denial of men and a denial of fathers is what it is. What they're saying is that men, yes. and in fact, Tracy even said that men have no power. Now that's not right, but that's that is the current situation. I agree with her. But the simple fact is that that a man, you know, if you if you women are pro-choice, then men have to be pro-choice too, at least under the Constitution, if not under under Scripture as well. And and so this is this is a complete denial. And I'm not, I'm surprised well, men aren't standing up a lot stronger against this, or at least exercising well, their they rights. Don't understand. People think parenthood begins when the baby's born. That is not true. You are right. a parent upon conception. Yeah. And your life changes. That means everybody's life changes. Yeah. Everybody's life changes. So, mm-hmm. um you're going there's a lot of people who got surprised <laughs> by a baby showing up um mm-hmm. and and how they thought that that was not a possibility, I don't know. But you know, if you're gonna, well, you know, well, um, have This is a question death, for another you know, day. Pregnancy is always pregnancy. A, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. If you have but, sex without birth um, control, it's, it's not unplanned. You know, it's just, that's just, that's just the way yeah. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there, I've had a surprise pregnancy myself. You know, my son was born six years after my youngest. You know? Wow. And I surprise. wasn't expecting that to happen. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, um, so there was, and, and I was upset because it was not a, a good time. You know, because my husband had already left when I found out I was pregnant. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought I had the flu. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's no. interesting. <laughs> no so, is what he uh, says. No. Yeah. Do, do, yeah let me, I, I just, uh-huh. it, it, it was a, a difficult thing because, you know, in, in my situation, um, it, nobody would have uh, condemned me, right, for mm-hmm. getting an abortion. That had two children. He wasn't paying anything. He left, took all the money, um, and was gone, you know, with, with his mistress. And so mm-hmm. it, what, what am I going to do, Right. Um, and had, I, we were just dirt floor poor, um, and I didn't know what we were going to do. Um, and to find out that I was pregnant when I was sick as a dog with morning sickness for months at a time, it was terrible. So if I was going to say, well, I, there's no way I can support this baby. I, I'm going to have to get an abortion. Um, they would have yeah. said, well, you know, and even those who didn't like it would have said, well, well, it's understandable. No, 
what does God say? If God says it, he's going to back it up. And he provided for everything I needed. As a matter of fact, when I went to the doctor and told him, I, look, I've got to find a job. Me and my husband left. I, I need to pay some bills and pay rent and keep a roof over our heads. And you, know, you got to give me something to get me feeling better because I'm sick. And so they did, you know, blood work and all that kind of stuff. And they came in. And they said, well, um, we have some news. The good news is you don't have the flu. I said, okay, well, great. Well, what is it? And they said, well, you have a baby. I said, what? <laughs> no. No, that's impossible. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, no he, he, he left. He's gone. No, that's not possible. I said, you go, you've got my vial of blood mixed up with somebody else's. You go, go find mine. And they said, no, ma'am, this, this, this is yours. I said, no, ma'am, you did not. I do not have a baby. I have the flu. Find mine. And she just shook her head, and she she came back, and she says, I checked, and this is yours. And I said, no, that's not possible. And I argued with her. And oh, so I believe it. Finally, and, and they finally did the rabbit test, and, um, yeah, and I, I was pregnant. And I was, you want to talk about freaking out in the doctor's office, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I of course, well, you probably weren't you know, the first. The Lord is jealous. Yeah, yeah hey, as, I, as well back then as I do now. But I said, you know, no. So all the way home, I cried, and I, I, I did not use nice words to God. And I uh-huh. <laughs> and told him, how could you even say that you love me? How can you ever tell me that you love me and let this happen? Because you knew he was going to leave, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And he just finally just let me say all I was going to say. And I got in the house, and I was slamming keys, and I was so mad. I didn't know what the heck, you know, how, how could this even possibly, you know, how am I going to handle this? And he just quietly just said, are you done? <laughs> yeah, God's way about saying things like two or three words, you know. It's like yeah, with me, said, you know, uh, at the depths of action radio, despair and depression. Uh, I just heard, keep going. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it's been fine ever since, yeah. you know. It's just, you know, it's amazing yeah. how it's worse. Um, I've tried to unmute Pianchi about six times, and it keeps going back to mute. But I think Pianchi might be live on the line. Pianchi, can you hear me? Or, or can you – let me see. Are you there to speak? I want to get you in the conversation. Yes or no? Let me try unmuting it again. So today's problem at <laughs> sometimesradio.com <laughs> is that I cannot unmute the callers. So if you want to call back in. I won't touch it. I'll just make you live right away. Let's see what happens. Because <laughs> apparently I can make you live once, but after that, you're, you're, you're permanently muted. It's not working. Mute's not working. Well, I'll send another letter for Blog Talk, sometimes.com radio, or sometimesradio.com. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Bianchi, if you well, can, uh, that, that, call back if you want, and then we'll get to you, and then we get Bonnie in the next hour. Hopefully she can call in. Okay. Who knows? Well, I'll finish the story. Yeah. Let me finish the story real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So he said, are you done? And I said, yeah, I guess. And he said, you are going to have a son. And in five months, when they do the ultrasound, prove what I'm telling you. He says, and you will name him Abel. I said, Abel, I hate that name. Why would, in case you forgot God, that's the one that got knocked off. Why would you put that name on a kid, you know, when he's the one who got murdered? What? What is the deal with that? And he simply said, 
He says, in case you forgot, Abel is the one that I loved because he had a heart for me. And your son has a heart for me from the womb. And that's all he said. And it pierced my heart. Are we off the air again? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, but it looks like it cut us off again. Huh. I think we got cut off again. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.